Hi, I'm Jada. And I'm Cassidy. And this is Books with Benefits. This week we're talking about... <laughs> we're just uh, kind of, you know, doing a little bonus Valentine's Day episode. And we are going to be talking about smut. All things smut. All things smut. <laughs> Smutty smut. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to this. We have no formal plan, no structure, just banter. Yeah. We figured we'd just hang out with you guys on Valentine's Day for a little bit. On the sexiest holiday of the year. Yeah, we had to do something. Mm-mm-mm. I hope all you guys are getting laid this Valentine's Day, because I'm sure as hell Ooh. not. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> it's okay. I can give you some good book recommendations to, to fill that to fill that cavernous void. Yeah, kind of do. Anyways, talking about but i figure we should just start with some of our favorite smut scenes because what a way to kick things off that's true okay do you have any specific Uh, ones you'd like to share okay you want me to start (laughs) um okay i'm looking through my goodreads read everything i've read i'm trying to think i mean obviously lola and the millionaires has some that i really like um Specifically, I'm thinking of the one with Lola and Rake and Leo. Wait, is, wait, is his name Leo? Yeah. Uh. Yes. No. Okay. I was. <laughs> wait. <laughs> I don't really remember. Oh my god! I have to. Know. I want to say it's Leo. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. You're right. Um, oh my god, that just, god, okay. But so Lola and Rake, you know, fucking around. Leo's out of town, and so then it's like this, you know, Leo gets set up on the phone, and then Lola and Rake are fucking around, and you know, Lilo? Leo joins from like the phone. I don't know, it's really sexy, I really like that one a lot. I remember the first time I ever read that book, well, the only time I ever read that book, um, and... I you had told me it was spicy, but I didn't quite know how spicy. This was like Jada's first, I think, smut book. It like, was, it was, and Jesus Christ, it is very smutty. And there's what six men, five men, five men, mm-hmm. five men, one girl. Oh my God, what a dream! I was literally like, holy fuck. Every scene I read, I was like, oh my god. Because it was just, when you haven't read something like that before, it's like, oh god, they put these things into words? Like, they actually write this shit down? And I was, I was, I mean, I was impressed. I really, I love Lola, and it's, it ended up being a favorite after that, which I'm sure Cass was I love with, Lola but. so much. I just... <laughs> Cass is, There's like, the ultimate about, Lola fan. Uh, like, I love reverse harems. Yeah. I love it, and I know that this, uh, but I, I like it whenever, 
a main character has some kind of trauma that, you know, other people are helping her overcome, but also, like, she is overcoming it, like, herself. Right, like, on her own, yeah. And Because, I mean, that trope is done in some other books where, like, I really don't like it. There was one we read that I think you didn't care for. Um, (sighs) Which one? Because I remember Um, talking about it, but I don't remember what book it it was. uh, Something Spirit. Restless Spirit. Oh, Restless Spirit. Yeah. Restless Spirit really tried for that, but didn't quite get it. Like Um, the the sensory deprivation scene. Yeah, and like that would have been great had it been done appropriately. Like that one was fucked up. I know. (laughs) And the girl was just like, oh yeah, I'm so happy you guys like severely traumatized me just now like that really (laughs) helped me in my character arc i always love too like the i i don't know why this word came to my mind but in lola there's like the i don't know how else to to qualify that like the the dog pile scenes essentially (laughs) the dog i don't know why orgies no but in my mind it's not an orgy because i feel like orgy like Often, I mean, I guess it is, but you mean like the trains. Yeah, yeah. the train. There, I couldn't they're think like of... <laughs> you're fucking them and they're fucking you and he's fucking him. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I mean. But those are so good and so well written in yeah. Lola. No, they're really good in Lola. And it's like, um, I know that I've seen a couple TikToks like this, but it was like the the door to the microwave audio. And um, it's, like, me trying to figure out where everyone is during a smut scene. <laughs> but I will say, Catherine Moon does a great job because I never yeah. wonder where everyone is. There was, okay, there was only one scene in Lola that I was confused about. And what's even funnier is that it was, like, a just a two-people scene. And it was when, it was with Lola and Wes oh, when God. they were in um, the, like, workout Like the gym, room. yeah. I reread this scene so many times because they're sitting on, like, one of the little, like, pieces of equipment. Right. I could not figure out how, like, they were positioned (laughs) because, like, it was saying, like, she was, like, looking this way and she could see herself in the mirror. But I'm like, what? But she, isn't she? It's like, how could she see herself that she's sitting this way? That was the only one that I was like, what the fuck? Well, and I feel like. Maybe I was blindsided during that one because I do just love Wes, so. I know. He's my least favorite of the hair. I know. Isn't that always... <laughs> Cass and I love the opposite characters. Like, Cass yeah. is very golden Le- retriever. Leo and Caleb are my favorites. Yeah. And I, I like, like, Wes. And who's the other one? Um, Matt. Yeah. And also uh, Cyrus. Is that his name? Oh, no. It's definitely Cyrus. Yeah, because I like Cyrus and Wes. I like Cyrus, but he just, like, really didn't get his, like, moment to shine. I know. He deserved a little more. (laughs) There was, like, one scene at the very end, I feel. I know. But Cyrus, and I really love his character, though. Like, I love Cyrus and Caleb and Rake. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Those three. mm -mm. Oh, God. We need to reread those. I just love Omega Verses. You know, I don't don't think I've read any more since then. I've read, like, three other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like, I read the first book in the Lola, like, uh, Baby in the Million, no, Baby in the, what the fuck is that book called? I know, I know what you're thinking. Baby in the Late Night Howlers? Yeah, I think so. 
Because it's, um, the, it's the gang, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And that book I wasn't a big fan of. Because even though there's a there is a lot of sex in Lola, but I mean that first one, it is just so much sex mm-hmm. like sex sex sex. Whereas Lola, there's more of like there's you a really story. enjoy the characters and there's a story and like things going on. And I think the development in that set of books, like the Lola books, I think it was enough like you know i'm a plot person so i think it was enough to keep me engaged in my first ever smut book and also give me the smut that i've never read before so i'm sure you were just shooketh i was i remember i was quaking in my boots bro i said oh my god (laughs) i was like jesus christ yeah and they have knots so like Mm -mm -mm. a little different yeah yeah we love that Okay, what about you? You got a scene um, you want to talk about? Well, there's obviously, there's several from uh, the Plated Prisoner series that uh, my there's mind... There's what? Well, technically two, but there's one specifically I'm thinking of in my mind. Well, there's the one in the carriage. That's the one I was spoiler, thinking spoiler, of. Spoiler, spoiler, <laughs> sorry. Don't say uh, the names of them. Just say... <laughs> so there's two people. I mean, the main girl, you know who the main... If you've read... It's the main girl and someone yeah. um, in a carriage and... It is just, oh my fucking God. Oh yeah. my fucking God. The hands. Oh my God. Yeah, that one's good. Raven Kennedy wrote the hell out of that scene. I was just like, holy shit. And because, yeah. of course, once you read, once you start the series, you know, you're invested in the characters and like the smut is great too, but I, I'm once again there for the plot, but I, the smut is just a bonus at this point. And yeah. I got to the last book ready for some more uh, mm-hmm. smut scenes between some characters. And I was just dying. I was dying. Yeah, that scene is really good. Although I will say her smut scenes are a little hit or miss for me. Yeah. Like, because I swear, like, right after the, like, really soon after the carriage scene, there's another scene that yeah. I was like, God, this this is not like a good scene <laughs> compared to the, that. Like you just hit it out of the park, and now we're getting like, <laughs> and, and now we're like gonna this knockoff. Go like. back and try again. Like what? I yeah. don't know. I do think um, Cass and I have talked about this a little bit lately. Um, the Kindle Unlimited, and you know a little more about this. How authors are paid by page. Mm-hmm. I don't think this was the case with Plated Prisoner, but I do think it's the case with some smut books that they just write and write and write and write, and it's there's no coherence. Well, I think that's why they're getting a lot longer now, is because I mean that's I mean they get paid more for that. Not saying that's everyone, but, but <laughs> I, it is like a something to keep in mind. I think there could be people out there doing it, but. Nonetheless, I do think there are times and places for those smut scenes, and I appreciate them when they're mm-hmm. appropriate. Even like the first, like the other main scene I think of from Play to Prisoner is the, you know, first like the first time. Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh God, that's a good one. We really can't say anything about that scene because yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. When we finally do the series on Play to Prisoner, I'm going to let loose. I will be unleashed. And you guys just get ready for every single spoiler in the entire fucking book. <laughs> I can't wait to give the plot synopsis for that one. Jesus. Oh, that'll be like two hours synopsis. <laughs> two hours later. The only thing I will say is actually, like, I do think the plot summary could be really condensed because while it seems like there's a lot happening, there's really there's not. not. 
like, I mean, you might go half the book and it seems like all, but we're still at the same place. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're still, well, and that's why, so I've recently reread the series and, um, Cass and I had talked about it right before I started rereading and we were like, that like doesn't happen over a very long amount of time. And then I read like a sentence that I guess I had just like glazed over or something. I was reading so fast the first time and it was like, it had been months or something. And I was like, now wait a damn minute. I was like, huh? I thought this was like one week or like three business days, but it was like months of time. And I think that that it can kind of get away from you when you're reading that yeah. series because everything, especially like quick. that last book, like it's so long. Oh, it's but so long. Yeah. Most of it, I mean, is like three business days, just yep. like, and it's like in the same place. Even though they're like kind of going out a little bit, but they're still, still the same like place. Yep, the same thing that's kind of going on. I'm. I. I don't know. I'm eager to see where the last book goes, but yeah. I don't know. Um. So I was thinking. Um. As far as some, like, crazy scenes, one that come, immediately came to mind when I was thinking of this was the one from Harley LaRue's Her Soul to Take, uh, where Le- Leon um, pierces her nipples. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Jesus. While she's sitting on a big-ass dildo. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's pretty good. Harley LaRue wrote the hell out of that scene. i tell you what. <laughs> oh, my God. He really did. He sat around that thing and pierced her fucking nipples. Yeah, he did. He said, sit on it. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, I have to mention the the gun fucking scene and haunting, like the haunting of Madeline. I haven't read it yet, but I know all about it because the internet, but. Uh, I mean, it's superb. I... <laughs> <laughs> like, I like like consensual non-consent it's not like one of my biggest things although this book (laughs) (laughs) this book rides the line (laughs) i'm like this is scary of like uh because i mean he's actually a stalker like it's not like they're they know each other they don't know each other he's just stalking her whenever this stuff happens like he breaks into her house and does that oh my god that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I need to read this book. I really just haven't. So there's two of them, right? Yeah, I haven't read the second one. The only, like, it's really long. And oh. there's, like, this stalker thing going on. Obviously, like, that's where a bitch. And there's this scene where he's eating her out. And he's really, like, chomping on her clit. I mean, like, no. ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have just seen her face. <laughs> and uh but so that's going on but also there's this huge like mystery thing going on which i think that's why i was like man this is just so long because like you're reading that and there's this like big mystery you're reading about Mm. um but yeah obviously i love the gun fucking (laughs) scene i would read a, a gun fucking scene and like so many books. I remember the <laughs> first time you told me about that set of books. I think it was along the the time that I had just started Lola. It was around then, like, and you told me about it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And now I'm over here reading. I feel like some not maybe not as crazy, but we're getting pretty equally crazy with some of the shit we've been reading lately. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean. One thing that surprised me when I started reading... So I hadn't read, like, books books for a long time. Like, I read school books, but... Yeah. 
I hadn't read books for joy um, for a long time until Cass started making me read. Um, and my love for Monster Smut surprised me more than... Because it's great. I can explain, but I will never I will never turn my back on Monster Smut. No, it's good mm-hmm. because it, it can give you things that, I mean, just normal people can't <laughs> give you. Like, and I know that some people, like that are not in this world, like in the monster smut world, they don't understand, they don't know the ins and outs, but I feel like introducing them, they, like, people are like, oh, well, I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's mean, how I was. Like, having someone magically rearrange your gut so that your tree trunk-sized dick can fit inside <laughs> there, I mean, who wouldn't want to fucking read about that? Right, like, <laughs> please, Jesus. like it's amazing i just i don't know and i mean even just not necessarily the monster smut but even just like the paranormal stuff also gets Mm me yeah there's not as many like normal people books that get me as much anymore i know that's what Cass and i were Uh, talking i think we're desensitized although i will say so like uh does it hurt by hd carlton same person who wrote um haunting of adeline they're normal people. The scene with the sharks and he puts her head under the water and like that scene's crazy. Oh god. But also he like he she in that book uh I think it's the best like descriptions of like someone squirting I've ever read. Like it it happens frequently and like normally I hate the descriptions that people like because they never really say it. It's like this like they allude to it but yeah it's, never, it's yeah. just like like release flowed or yeah, something no, like that I, hate that I know but no that one i mean literally it's like it, one of the first scenes and it's towards the very beginning of the book they're like fucking in this cave and i want to say that like she's on top of him and he's just like pounding into her from underneath and like i mean you know he he's playing with everything and then he lifts her up off and sh- and i mean it it was it was good it was I, a good see, scene see and i had tried that one i think i was in like a reading slump and i had started that and read like the first 3 pages and couldn't get past it like i just couldn't read anymore so maybe i'll try that one again because it's cr- it's crazy though i mean this it's fucking buck wild it's a little spooky too mm, you know how that would be a good uh, halloween halloween read maybe maybe i'll save it so then i can read it then yeah, but I will say, even though crazy, oh, and the most degradation I've ever, ever read in a book. Damn. <laughs> I mean, like, like not like funny ha-ha, but I mean, like, uh, uh, oh funny my scared. god. Funny <laughs> scared. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, H.D. Carlton doesn't fucking play with these books. No, not at all. Okay, I guess we can talk about some Lily Main scenes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I think I know one that you're going to talk about. But I have one that I want to talk about. <laughs> and let's talk about that throat fucking scene from Eden. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I will say, I've never read throat fucking like that before. No, bro. I mean, that was some serious shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was honestly kind of scared. I mean, who needs esophageal stretching? You just get Eden's dick in. <laughs> I mean, bro, it was like, it was like, intense. I read like, oh, sure. This is a new meaning of deep throating. That's all. Yeah. It wasn't even just like, 
Oh, and he sucked my cock. It was like a... It was, and he's like laying on the bed, his head off the side of the bed, and Eden just like straight, straight throat action. Okay. Jesus Christ. It was crazy. Cass and I were just talking the other day that we kind of wish these were like an animated series. And oh my God. That I scene? would love these for me like graphic novels. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, something. I would I would pay big money for that. Oh, it would be good. Jesus. Uh, well, one thing that sticks out in my mind is, of course, the, the just the cum obsession that we've got going on. Oh, yeah. Lee Reyna's, like, <laughs> massive cum obsession. It's, and, I mean, sure, good. <laughs> and it's just, not a bad thing. We just, it's funny because it's almost like we pinpoint it now to each other. So, like, Cass will be like, did you see that cum? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and pre-cum? Pre-cum's yeah, crazy. Pre-cum always do be drip-dripping out of there. You know what I'm saying? All of them. Well, and I do think it was funny in the reek because, like, Ghost <laughs> was a straight-up, like, he straight-up had a cum fetish. Like, he's kind of into it. He wants to guzzle it and all kinds of shit. And I'm like, the oh, only, my God. The only scenes in books that ever make me slightly squeamish <laughs> <laughs> are when they are chugging. Like, even thinking about it does make my stomach hurt a little bit. <laughs> they are actually guzzling the cum okay like i can think of like in the reek also in um morning glory milking farm oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. like when they're just mm-hmm. like like go 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 and then they're like then they have to like pull away and just let it like cover them because they couldn't keep up with it i'm like oh my god that makes me sick like <laughs> wasn't it in morning glory milking farm wasn't it like 24 ounces or something crazy yeah like a lot and, and i'm sure ari's is similar yeah my fucking stanley cup is 40 that's over half of my stand uh-uh no way half of my stanley cup oh that makes me oh i'm gonna throw up <laughs> <laughs> that's so much oh that's disgusting oh <laughs> I mean, good. Like, if that's your thing. Like, I, I can see, like, getting filled up in other places with that and that being cool. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I understand <laughs> that sentiment for sure. I mean, like, I I get the intrigue, but. Oh, yeah. Pe- there are definitely people who have cum fetishes. Like, that's 100%. I just don't think I'm one. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a connoisseur of all things, but. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, it's, uh, not one of my, not one of my big three, that's for sure. (laughs) Well, and that's, like, I know we've joked before, like, I, at any scene with, like, hands or fingers, I, like, gravitate toward, but it really becomes, like, a whole new world when they start saying, like, and then he put three, and then four, and I'm like, oh, we're going for it, we're going for the big one today. You know, I can't believe, I don't. No, if we've actually read any books with fisting No, scenes. no, I haven't seen any. That's We always get to three or four. That and also, like, when there's multiple people in the relationship and two two dicks in the same hole. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although, I'm, I know I have read one of those, but I can't I can't think of it. It was alluded to in Lola, but I don't, they never yeah, actually Yeah, I don't think it. they, yeah, they didn't talk about it in there. But that's a good one, too. Yeah, I like that a lot. That one's a tried and true favorite in Smut. Yeah, but I would uh, 100% drink someone's blood before I would drink their cum. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I think I'm the other way. I think I, I I would drink the cum. Oh, douse me in blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> she, her in the blood. I can't do it. See, now that would make me gag. 
Oh, no. <laughs> We'd be f- fucking in the blood. Uh, but also, so like in, uh, uh, what is it? Queen of the Vampire Court. Oh, yeah, Court of the Vampire Court. <laughs> Queen of Queen the Vampire Court. <laughs> Close enough. I had the right idea. Uh, there are some really good scenes in those books. Oh, God, they're really good, I think. The sex scenes. The plot is abysmal. But the, <laughs> the sex scenes are really good. And the blood in them. Mm, mm, mm. I did like some of the scenes, too, in uh, Deceived by the Gargoyles. Some of those stand out to me a little bit. Um, I was trying to think. Um, so in Neon Gods, obviously, the book wasn't one of my faves, necessarily. But... Um, that one, I do like the scene where it's, like, in front of everyone. That one's kind of... I love, like, the scene where it's, like, one of her first times. And they're not really in front of everyone, but they're just yeah. kind of in the shadows and still doing things. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um, There's a book called The Red by Tiffany... I'm not oh. sure how you say her last name. Rides or something like that. And... There's some crazy fucking scenes. Is that, that the book. one? Is that that book that I tried to that... read and I didn't finish it? No, you haven't read that one. What's that one? And it was a, a like room twenty two. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, but the red, I think it was something like that. Uh, anyway, the red. <laughs> it's kind of like this. Uh, there's this girl and she's running this art studio and. Then this guy starts coming in and says she'll he'll like help her you know pay her bills if she is basically a prostitute. Damn. But like each scene keeps getting like progressively crazy. <laughs> like it starts out kind of normal, and I mean things start happening that are so not normal. And this is set in just like you know an average world, so this isn't <laughs> like this shit should be happening. Like she'll come in and like. Little nymph, nymph fairy girls are running around the room, and like, it's it's craziness. And by the last scene, I'm like, what in the literal fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on? Like, literally, I can't even. Anyone who wants to read it, it's it's a really wild ride with some of the smut scenes in that book. I now okay that one. Let's circle back that one that I brought up when I thought you were talking about it. Uh, room twenty two. That is a little crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of period blood play in that one. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with fucking on the period. Although, I so if anyone, listen, guys, I've been reading a lot of books about poisons and plants. If anyone would finger me on my period, then stick their fingers in my mouth. Dead, dead, immediately on sight. Dead. dead. I'm poisoning their shit, and no one will ever know because <laughs> I've read about 15 books about it at this point. <laughs> Someone stop her. Someone get her before. <laughs> I really do. That's a hard limit for me. That yeah, one. I don't think I could. I would be like, I will beat the living shit out of you. Do not. I mean, some people may be into it, but it's not for me. I And I, like, obviously I know some people have to be into that. Like. Yeah. And it's. Because um, everyone, like, there's someone who's into everything. You know? I do, like, I think back to praise. Um, I like those scenes where she's like. On her knees. I like those a lot. On her knees. (laughs) Sorry, that was kind of That was a turn. Yeah. 
I just, that one popped into my mind for some reason. I was trying to think. Um, I read this other book called uh, Sing Me to Sleep. Mm. It's about a sleep paralysis demon. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so, I mean, whatever you think is probably true for a sleep paralysis demon. You know, <laughs> and, and fucking with you, like, when you're sleep paralyzed. <laughs> I, bet, I bet lots of people are into that one. Yeah, no, it's it was a pretty popular, like, circling around TikTok for a while. One thing that I admire in, like, any books with, like, paranormal or monsters or whatever you want to call it, um, I love the different penises. I think it's amazing. Or, like, a cock... <laughs> the tails. Yeah, or a cock pocket. Um, yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. like, I never thought that was something that I would be... I never... I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> and then... Here I am reading Monsters. Might open me up to a whole new world. And I'm like, oh my god! Like when, when the Soul Eater. I love his cock pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy Win. Orpheus has one. Uh-huh. We love Orpheus. Uh, yeah, those, those are good. So, uh, yeah. the book Pestilence has who is that by? Um, Pestilence by someone that's not pulling up. Uh oh, Lara. Lara Thalassa, something like that. <laughs> but the, yeah, but <laughs> it has the trope of like, oh, I don't know how to like, do. Oh, I don't know human human ways because mm. like he's a horseman of the apocalypse. That like they're everything because it's like there's this world, and obviously the horsemen start coming down. Each one is like how like a good amount of years from the previous one because the world's just kind of apocalyptic at that point but right each of these horsemen were like the idea so like pestilence is of sickness and of like all these things and it's been like this entity that's not ever had like a human form it just sees and knows and like it is what it is until like the apocalypse happens and they are put on this earth in human form oh lord and so it's that idea of like Sure, they've seen these things, but they've never felt these emotions or had these interactions. And it's it's interesting. Maybe I will read it. I really like Pestilence. The second one more had me in the first half, lost me in the second half. Dang. But I do want to read the rest of them because I really want to get to death. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I do think you would like death. <laughs> yeah. And, fam- and uh, Famine. I think I would like that one. Which Famine might be the next one. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know anything about that series. Um, I've heard you talk about it a few times, but yeah, I don't know. Smut wise, I feel like we've covered a lot of bases. Yeah, <laughs> we've covered. And I think it's funny we didn't really talk about any just like the normal, <laughs> like normal people. <laughs> I mean, Gothicana has some good smut scenes. Oh yeah, those are good. The one I like the one in the car that first time. Is that oh yeah. the one in the car? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking about some ones in the woods. Oh yeah, those are good. Um, I'm trying to think. If there's any other just like normal smut recommendations? Mm. You know, uh, like uh, well, the Salacious Players Club with praise. Yeah, those, that those one's all are normal. Yep, ish. They're normal with just like some like kinks thrown in. Right. Yes. Yeah. I don't think which. They- most of these normal books have some kind of kink in it. Yeah, they're not. I, I, there's very few like vanilla. Yeah, because why did I mean I'm sure. Or maybe I some. just don't read them. 
Like, Priest is kind of... I mean, it's vanilla in the essence of, like, their sex is vanilla, but, I mean, he's a priest and he's supposed to be abstinent. So, like, I, that's still and not normal. That in and, in and of itself is, like, kind of kinky. Um, I guess the the fine print by Lauren Asher, that is pretty vanilla. I haven't read the other books in the series, just the first one. I was one. thinking, too, like, I know there a lot of it's, like, fade to black, but I think um, B.K. Borison's uh, oh, yeah, are kind of vanilla. Yeah, that's pretty vanilla. Uh, what about red, white, and royal blue? Yeah, pretty vanilla. Well, yeah, yeah there's not a lot of like smut. I was, yeah, there's not a whole lot. Yeah, it's just, hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't. I mean, I'm your little meat cute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that twisted was love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was really mean. But... <laughs> if you like those books, I'm sorry. I know, and I know a lot of people like like those books. <laughs> it's so. just not for us, not for us. And that's yeah. okay. That's I'm not gonna yuck somebody else's yeah. yum. And if but you want I, some like uh, like just normal, uh, gay like male male, catching catching Kaylin by who's that by Maya Nicole and Britt Andrews, really good. No, Britt Andrews wrote in that one. Uh huh. Oh. And uh, The Swap Masquerade by, who is that by? Annabelle Michaels, also good. I prefer Catching Kaylin, but I like the idea of uh, the Masquerade one, The Swap Masquerade, because it's like there's these gay parties and everyone wears masks to them and they kind of just like debauchery. I think maybe at the end of this year we could do a book, or not a book, a pod on all the books that we DNF'd. Because we've already racked up a couple. Yeah, we have a couple. I feel like we haven't been doing that as much recently, though. No, we've been pushing through pretty well. There's a couple. Like, a Merry Little Meet Cute, I, I should have wanted yeah. to DNF that. We, we really pushed to the end for that one. I don't I don't know why, but... No, yeah, that <sighs> just seemed pointless to me. Yeah, <laughs> God. I am glad, though, like, along that influencer, like, social media type genre that bk borison came back and like redeemed it for me because i thought for sure i would never like any other of that kind i know and i hate it because like i love the trope of like sex workers and porn stars like i i love that yeah (laughs) and a merry little me cute did it so dirty right (laughs) yeah it really did and i don't i had never really read anything like that before but i did not like it in that one and it was poorly done. Yep. No bueno. Um, but yeah, as far as smut goes, I think there's a lot out there. There's something out there for everyone. Yep. And if you guys have any books that you're like, man, bitches, you got to read. You got to read this book for this scene. Let us then know. Please tell us. Especially if it's like something completely. I, and I know there's like a million things we didn't talk about in this. But something different. I'm down. Yeah. We always like something crazy or something. Especially if it's bloody, send it my way. No. <laughs> if there's anything with hands involved. Knives and blood and weapons. Mm. It's a bonus for both of us if you can find hands and blood, but not period blood. No, not period blood. Honestly, I would be like a good vampire book. I think I would really like to read that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's some out there. And I know there are. We just haven't been... We gotta be doing like we've our... just been reading a lot of cheesy ones, I think. But I think so too. Which bleh. 
Also, even like a werewolf. I haven't read like a good werewolf book in a long time either. See, I don't know if I would be really into that because I don't know how to do with all the hair. Yeah, but think of it like Shifter. I mean, there's like, I mean, there's a Shifter in Magic of Discovery. It's, mm. I'm sure it'd be like that same. Yeah, and I like him. Yeah, you do. He's like one of the best ones. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I like him and uh, Cam. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many um, good characters in all these smut books that like, I'm like, mm, I wouldn't mind to take yeah. a roll in the sheets with you. I'm like, Jesus. So we hope you guys have a happy Valentine's Day. And thanks for tuning in for this special episode. Um, just a little bit of random smut talk for you. Yep. Let us know if you guys have any recommendations for us. And we'll be back next week with, uh, I think, Gloam. <laughs> I think you're right. I, <laughs> I really don't know. Um, if she's right, it's Gloam. Oh, well... No? I think you're right. I think I'm yep, right. It's Gloam, <laughs> Gloam by Lily Maine. It's the fourth book in the Monstrous series. Um, mm-hmm. It features Rig, a raider, and Gloam, a monster that is being held captive by a monster collector named Mary. Fucking Mary, fucking, fucking bitch. Fucking Mary, I'll kill that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... So, yeah, happy Valentine's Day, you slutty bitches. Um, Happy Valentine's Day, as always. Let your freak flag fly. (laughs) And do whatever feels right, as long as it's consensual. Yeah, don't yuck somebody (laughs) else's yum. Mm. We need, I want to make shirts with those things. Anyway, okay, have a good day. Okay, see you guys next week. Bye.